0: Step into the darkness, and here are your guides, Darkington Slay and Moon.
1: All right. Welcome to Into the Darkness. I am Darkington Slade, and with me is my fabulous co-host, the lovely Moon. Hello. Welcome. So we're here. Um, we're starting today on our first episode of an ongoing podcast where we're going to go ahead and discuss everything from <laughs> politics to pop culture to current events to uh, history and you know technology, social media, everything we're going to touch And we have our own opinions on it because we're two very fabulous, cool people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think right now, in order to, you know, give you just a heads up, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, I am Darkington Slade. I am a citizen of, well, (laughs) I'm originally from New York City, originally from Brooklyn. I reside currently in the Pacific Northwest of Oregon and... Um, I am an expert in all things pop culture. I am a total 100% super geek. Mm-hmm. I love all kinds of movies and games and music. I mean, I, 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 I online DJ. I, you know, I'm a part of a virtual world called Second Life. Um, I do it all and I have fun. Uh, you'll find about me that I tend to keep things honest. I never hold back i always say speak my mind even if it does get me in trouble Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) i've got opinions on every blasted thing under the sun i've been online for pretty much everything since what december of 1994 so i've seen it all from aol to uh friend friendster to facebook to uh talk to clubhouse (laughs) i've been been around the world and i i i it's been great um and uh, so that's where I'm from, Brooklyn. Uh, my family is from the West Indies. Um, Trinidad descent. I am a self-proclaimed mutt. I have, have so many different, you know, uh, ethnicities in my family that we just we 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 act with everybody. Um, I've got a Scottish great grandmother for God's sake.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Currently, you know, I came out to Oregon to be with the woman, uh, with a woman I really love and appreciate, um, by my haven. Uh, and I've been here in Oregon for seven years. It's been quite the culture shock, but it's been also an adventure and an experience. I've been learning and meeting new friends and people um, in a place where I have the closest family I have is about, what, several hundred miles away. So it's been a wonderful experience doing that. Um, currently you can find me on Facebook or Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, all the major services, including Clubhouse, where of course I met this lovely lady, um, my hostess. Uh, and, um, it's been fun. And I hope that, um, going forward that we'll have a lot of fun with this podcast. I want to go ahead and get my opinion out there and, you know, just enjoy, um, just, I guess I don't like enjoy and expand on what I love. I love talking with people. I love uh leading discussions and just um discovering all that there is you know communication is key and it's wonderful and i love being doing that so i hoping that we can do that through this um that being said um my lovely host moon i'd like to go ahead and hear more about you please introduce yourself to our audience thank and you and let them know what's going on
0: tell them about you talking that is like <laughs> how our friendship became because i just had to announce his presence in our clubhouse room um and i'm over here nodding to everything you're saying because yes communication is key and i um am someone who's always loved talking to strangers like if you have a weird interaction during the day it might be with me because i like to shake things up in this world. um I am originally from the Bay Area, and I've lived in Colorado for, I think, six years, but it feels like a whole-ass lifetime, Um, and I am of the free-spirited, I think I'm an alien side, so I spend all my time in my house doing crafts, making necklaces, I do calligraphy and all types of art, and I'm also a healer, so... Um, I tend to be more introverted in that, but I do love people as a healer. And that's something that uh, Dark and I connected with is just curiosity for the world. And so I am excited for this this podcast because it's just so rare to see two people in 2021 having a good time disagreeing and debating and um, not that disagreement is negative but it is something that is so sacred when two people are so sure in themselves so um that's me I'm a hippie I don't know where life is going right now my career is in flux but honestly stress is not good for the heart so I am um, I don't know where my life will go but it's going somewhere
1: no I think I think we're in that time right now where especially post-COVID, well, not post-COVID because I'm still in it. Um, The job market is just one of those things that's like, it just nothing is certain. I mean, you have some people who are getting a lot of interviews and you have others who are just quitting their job straight up because either they don't want to deal with having to deal with, you know, the uh, whole uh, uh, vaccination thing, or they just, you know, or sometimes you're getting more money being home, you know, with unemployment, which is sad when you're making more unemployment than you would in the job. It's, it does speak a lot to, to, to the job market out there, mm-hmm. but um, believe me, you are not alone in that. I think I, you know, I agree. It's like, um, you know, I too, I'm not, I'm, I've been looking for work myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I take. I think it, I took this time to think maybe, you know, in doing this podcast that I can go ahead and utilize my time and create something and be a creator you know, influencer, Yeah. Um, speak my mind and maybe turn that into something that I can actually uh, maybe make a career with myself. So I feel you. And I think, you know, you know, when I, when I came to you, I was like, you know, I think that you'd be perfect for it because you, um, you have an awesome personality. You know, I know that you are shamanic and you're definitely a healer. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured that, you know, it's like, I think you'd be a great foil to me who is, you know, I'm like the futurist, the technologist, you know, give yeah. me, you know, like the, the, the Brooklyn Tony Stark, you know, it's like, <laughs> so it, it kind of all works out that way. And I, and I dig that. Um, so yeah, um, we keep mentioning something called Clubhouse. Uh, that's how we met. Um, Clubhouse is a audio social media app. Um, and everybody gets on there, there are different rooms and clubs where we engage in various discussions with different people on different topics everything from relationships to crypto and metaverses. I got <laughs> <laughs> yep yep you know exactly there it's is
0: just... toxicity there is love there is pureness and there is a lot of a lot of unresolved emotional baggage There's, of,
1: there's batshit crazy stuff on there <laughs>
0: It is a spiritual <laughs> dream. I was like, wait, I can just go into any room and be a fly on the wall and listen to people talk. And like, like I don't really, you know, you you can make close connections, but at the end of the day, it's as real as you make it. And so my roommate might think I'm crazy because I yell at my phone like for six hours a day with my BFFs online. But I have never experienced such an awesome spiritual tree dish algorithm of like finding people who are just like me um and like especially you dark because i love oh i love the dark things or what people fear and you know the void those types of things and so i feel like i'm just finding the most creative amazing people and then there's some really weird weird people there and as a trained therapist a formally trained therapist it's a nightmare. But it helps me do my energy work because if you believe in the law of attraction or whatever that translates into many different, you know, spiritual thoughts, then this essentially is like Tinder on steroids for everything, networking to love to like, um, you know, learning to finding people who can help you and give you advice to like learning about that Algeria has different like weekend days, you know? So it's like, I say this because I want people to know that in this time of isolation and COVID and fearing each other because we might carry symptoms, that this shit has helped me feel less lonely in 2021, the year of taking leaps of faith, I think. Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm all, listen, uh, you know, <laughs> trust me, if there's anybody who knows about taking leaps of faith, it's me. I mean, <laughs> You know, I've I've lived a life where I've taken chances. It has not always, you know, sometimes it's worked out, sometimes it hasn't. But, you know, if you don't take a chance, if you don't, you know, make that move, you'll be stuck where you are. I was looking at something. <laughs> no joke. I was sitting there looking at something today. Um, one of my most favorite movies of all time was something called The Last Starfighter. It came out in like 84, so years ago. <laughs> and in it, there was a line, because the hero is supposed to be like somebody who gets discovered... In a trailer park, playing a video game. When in reality, it was actually an interstellar test to become a space pilot, um, mm-hmm. and say, try to save the galaxy. So, um, the guy who came down to collect him, you know, made it look like he was from the company that made the video game. And you know, he took him up, and then he realized, okay, wait, this is for real. Take me back home. So, <laughs> the guy looked at him, was like, you know, I went ahead and we did all this stuff, and we spent all this money, and you came back home. And and the line that really caught me that made me think about what today is happening what's happening today, he's like, you know, listen, I'm just a I'm just a kid from a trailer park, you know, uh, this is not me. And the guy looks at him. He's like, if all you are, if that's all you are, that's all you'll ever be. Oh. And it's really? like you know when you really think about it, it's like it's something that really it, it, that's wisdom. It's like if all you see yourself is just this. You put yourself in only in that box you will mm-hmm. only stay in that box mm-hmm. so it's up to you to go ahead and think outside the box to move forward to be you know you know it is now always the time of the dreamers you know dreams are great but you know if you don't make the move to try and make that dream reality yeah you know I mean even if you I mean sometimes you know like like I have friends who's like you know well do you have a plan for this you don't always have you know you're not always gonna always oh, have a plan you and sometimes have-
0: yeah. yeah. Right, exactly,
1: and sometimes the best, you know, the 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 best blade plans fail. But at least if exactly. you go out there-
0: exactly, expectations are plans, and that leads to turmoil. I mean, I err on the side of impulsive to the extreme, and that has been something that now I'm like, wow, I am. I love change. I love transition, and like it just. It reminds me so much of all like all summer long. I went running on this mountain in here in Colorado, and I would walk up the road every day, and I would just watch these huge grasshoppers go, like, pew, and just leap hella far, and I watched them every day, and, like, then I just, I was, like, they would, like, spin around when they would fly in the air, and I'm, like, does this grasshopper even know where he's leaping to, or is he just taking a leap, and then... As I thought about that, I saw crushed grasshoppers on the ground. And I said, that's what happens when you don't take the leap.
1: Exactly. You have to take a leap. You have to take chances. Because if you don't take chances, you're stuck where you are yeah. and nothing ever happens. And it's like, you know, I think that's why I decided, you know, I want to do this. I want to go out there, you know, put, you know, I mean, my name is all, I mean, my name has been out there in social media for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, unless you start to make, unless you grow, unless you take more chances, you'll never be more than what you are. And I want to be more. I want to be. I always say I want to be legendary. I mean, oh yeah. You know, life. <laughs> you're not guaranteed life. You know, you you know, you'll live. You know, we'll all we'll all live. Eventually, we'll all die. But if you're a legend, you'll live forever.
0: Yes, and so. that is a contra, You can be controversial in a legend. You can be this in a legend. Like, it's literally something that you just can do without worry because you'll be dead. You won't have, you won't know if you're a legend or not. And why not put yourself out there? Because in this cloud chasing world where it's like content has to look like this and be like this, I want to like, you know, throw my phone in the ocean because it's, for me, it's so inauthentic. And so authenticity is so sacred these days. And, and, um, I feel like you and I can only be ourselves. Like that's all that it's, I'm not, I can't be fake you can't be fake right it's amazing to be able to be in an authentic space and i have one question for you speaking of space would you go to space oh
1: yeah listen i want to live in you know i say, okay Terrifying. i always tell people i always tell people there's two places you know at the end of my life there's two places i'm going to die either i'm going to die in new york city or i'm going to die in space wow You know, I mean, because I mean, I think it's only if we people say we should be concentrating more on what's happening on this planet. And to some degree, yes, they're right. We should concentrate on trying to heal the planet. We've done so much damage to it You know, our past generations have done damage to it. We need to try and heal it. And I agree we should. But if we don't actually go out there and try to move out among the stars, then we've wasted everything. I mean, there's so much to see. There's so much wonder. There's so much, you know beauty in the in, in the stars i mean not to mention life there's gotta oh. be life
0: out there oh I don't, yeah i mean I don't there's, really there's not life i mean come on these mountain people in colorado have been checked into the ufos for a long long time so
1: you know i always thought you know I, so <laughs> it's funny you said i always thought the ufo chases
0: were usually in new mexico i didn't know colorado had them like that too i mean i know oh, yeah it's rural mountain people, Midwest people. Like I've, those are the stories I hear him from even. And like, Oh, a lot of Reddit threads, a lot of Reddit threads, but my grandfather was also a Naval pilot and he was, he was around the time that area 51 was like all the hype. Mm. So I, I like I'm good on like, I don't need to go to space. I think I already am an alien, so I'm good on like <laughs> the experience of like brain, like, you know, whatever people experience when they tell stories about abductions. But, um, you know, I love, like I do think of my energy as the moon and like I look up to space and I just feel so comfortable. I'm like, wow, it's never ending. And like one star stands out to me at night and it's the star that's like dying, I think. So it looks like it's moving. And like, I also am a little bit of a weed head, so I'll sit there and be like, I'm looking at the present, the past, and the future at the same time. And if I had to choose to go to space or the deep ocean, I would definitely choose space. But I still would be really scared and maybe hope for death on the way up, just because um, I'm I'm terrified of the space experience.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, I, you know,
1: you know. Listen, it, you know, when you really think about it vastness of it I mean I can't say I blame you um space is vast it is it is unimaginably unimaginably large
0: Uncomfortably large immeasurably large but I think
1: for me it's like that's the beauty of it that's what I want to see because there's so much to see
0: exactly yeah I feel like so like my sister and I always talk she likes to watch the ocean and I'm terrified of the ocean
1: Terrified. Yeah, yeah I, yeah i'm yeah you know that i'm i'm scared i, I so yeah. i'm i always say i'm an air person i i can't do the ocean i'd rather be in the air yeah not
0: the ocean no i'm not scared of heights like i can repel off any cliff but when it comes to like water sports i'm literally like count me out i'm done <laughs> yeah i'm not surfing the waves
1: i'm good thank you um no no i'm not gonna do that but okay. um <laughs> Like no, I am not Moondoggy. You're not saving me out there, like no. bro, like bro, bro. You like do you wave, bro? Come on, bro. Let's like go out in the wave. Like no, no, no.
0: Yeah. It literally, it was like I was in Laguna as a kid, Laguna, Laguna Beach, you know, California, and I was mm. like body surfing, and then all of a sudden I found myself caught in this like whirlwind, and I like kicked myself in the face with my knee, bit down on my tongue. I come up like thinking that like all these people on the beach are gonna be worried about me because I'd almost died. Right. And like the lifeguard just looked at me and was like, your hair looks weird. Cause my hair was like glued to my face. Cause I had just been put through purgatory and like injured my own self. And I was just like, that is a treacherous way to like be. And I'm not down with riptide. Like I am water. I am riptide. So, yeah. and I can barely swim. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. So, I mean, I'm from Brooklyn. I can't sort save my life. Yeah.
0: Um, Dude, there's no reason. I'm,
1: I'm, I mean, I mean, mind you, I mean, so like, you know, my girl Haven is like, you know, she wants me to go out there and learn. And I, I mean, I probably should. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'll always, I'll always maintain. I'm not really a water person. I mean, just not me. And it's funny for someone, you know, with my familiar background, being from the West, the West Indies, from the Caribbean. Yeah. You would think, <laughs> You know, we're beach, beach countries. These you know, yeah. island countries, you think we're used to that? I mean, New York is one giant island. You know, you have Manhattan, and then you have Brooklyn and Queens, which is on the tail end of Long Island. So it's like it's all island. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm I, I can't swim. I, I I probably need to learn. But if just you put me in the, the air,
0: floating, just so you don't like, so you, if you ever were to fall into water, that you would be, no, you'd be okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Just need to need to flirt. float. If I can float. Yep, I can do that.
0: The basics. Yeah, I've never been surfing. I'm like the worst California <clears throat> stereotype ever.
1: <laughs> nice. Very nice. So, yeah, um, this is, you know, I'm, I mean, obviously, I've, I've been excited about this. We've, we've been talking about doing this for the last couple of days, and I think I see big things. Um, I know between the both of us, we probably have a lot of people we'll have to go ahead and ask on here to go ahead and discuss a multitude of topics. Um, you know, I was talking to different friends. Like, listen, so you you know, come on the show. They're like, yeah, you know, you know, when you get it started, I'll come on your show, and like, no problem. This is great. You know, to talk about everything from like, you know, crypto and such. I mean, I've been I've been getting into crypto. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, a brother who called me one one. Uh, was it like two months ago, three months ago? He was like, listen, man. Um, I'm sending you some cash. Buy some crypto and get involved in this because you know this yeah. is the movement and. You know, I have other family members who are like, well, listen, I don't trust it. But, you know, again, if you don't take a chance, you never really know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm taking a chance with him and
0: Me I'm too. trying. To learn,
1: I'm learning all I can with it. And, um, you know, I think, you know, in discussing this, you know, we've, I've met people who are, you know, if not very educated experts in their field. Mm-hmm. And I know eventually I'd like to have them come on with us to talk, talk about that, um, among other things.
0: Let go, let, let matrix or let force, Exactly. fill in, still in that word. But yeah, I'm, it's so confusing crypto, but I do have friends that are smart that I trust. And so I don't need to spend time learning about things that make my brain like go back to like childhood school where I felt like it was real life. Do I have to sit in this seat for forever? And I hate math. So yeah, I mean... I'm excited to see where this goes i'm excited to be chilling with you having a guaranteed you know chat because you are just an arsenal of knowledge in so many areas that i am curious about as well and um okay i gotta get you to start watching more movies and then um tv shows uh, and such movies <laughs> i wish <laughs> they would just make a like a spark note for movies
1: you know, you know, all oh, my girlfriends like that. She's like, she's so, she's someone who, where, where, whereas she like, you know, if, if it doesn't exactly reach out to her, she'll read the, she'll read like the synopsis of it yeah. and go about it. And, you know, if it's something she's interested in, she'll watch it. But if not, yeah. she'll read the synopsis. So, but me, I've been a, I've been a movie buff since I was a kid. Um, I used to, we used to go every, I mean, I, you know, I, we have blockbuster summer. So it's like, you know, every summer I'd be like, okay, we're going to go to the movie theater you know, every week was one blockbuster movie coming out or, yeah. you know, it's like, I was always in the movie theater. Besides, that's where the air conditioning was. So.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: very interesting. You know, the air, the, the air conditioning is I mean, you just have the air conditioning there and it's like, so it's cool inside the theater. You know, mm-hmm. you're not outside. You, you know, nobody's trying to give you, I mean, and of course, you know, you're in the theater. It's like, you're not on the street. So, you know, nobody's chasing you around, trying to like fight you or anything like that. You're in the movies. You're <laughs> watching the movies. You're taking a you're nap you know exactly you're enjoying yourself so it's like you know that was always a cool safe place for me I enjoyed it and when I wasn't watching movies I was playing video games at home so you know yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I think it is like I, I appreciate people who are movie people and my like I'm a reality tv um like connoisseur so I love reality TV. No, I don't think it's real. No, I don't take it seriously. No, none of those initial questions and reactions people have. It's fascinating. I mean, how do you sleep at night when you are, like, drunkenly fighting with, like, five five women on TV hammered? Like, thank you for the entertainment that you're providing me. And also, I don't feel like I need to fix you because... <laughs> You've got plenty of money. <laughs> so it's like my my numbing. Otherwise, I'm crying all the time. I'm like so emotional. And not in like a bad way it just hurts my face sometimes mm. to cry. Right. Especially like commercials that catch you off guard and you're like, thank you, um freaking name some ambiguous brand, you know?
1: Wow. No, I um when it comes to reality TV, I'm more of like a bar rescue uh hell's kitchen. Yeah, you know I things like that. that. I mean, you know, like the think the last weekend I was watching, because um, I was we were just bored at home. We were watching the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Make, That's make, my
0: favorite show. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that show.
1: Listen, I love that show. <laughs> listen, I, listen. I, I'm a football. Okay, I'm a football fan. I love my team is the Giants. Obviously, I'm from New York. I'll root for the Giants sometimes the jets because i think they're the giants kid right and kid brother but Uh i hate the cowboys i hate i hate. I okay well you know it's all right it's all right like i said we've got different opinions here it's okay oh yeah yeah but i hate the cowboys but the only good thing about the cowboys are the cowgirls they're iconic with the kicks oh yeah that i mean you know so we're sitting there i'm sitting there watching i'm like wait well, you know, you're not doing a high enough kick, so um, yeah. we might have to go ahead and let you go. Uh, no, I just don't want to let me go. Yeah. I don't know. Please, I really need this. I need... Wait. Okay, I don't know. why I'm crying. I don't know. Why I'm am I crying? Well, we know why you're crying, because you're <laughs> not high enough. You need to go. It's like... Really? You need more power. You need to take up more space. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, don't they hurt themselves? I mean, I mean, after a while, I mean, you do all that stuff. Don't they hurt themselves doing that stuff? I mean, it's... I mean, the splits... Yeah. It's like yes. a sport. The splits. Oh my God. Moon. The sp- I you saw them the split. split. They did the split and it's like they slammed down, like, okay, I, I, it hurt me.
0: I'm not even them. And it hurt me. I'm like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I are watching football. I'm like, ow, whiplash, concussion. You
1: know,
0: like. You're <laughs> the split. That's why this one, one woman went down. She did
1: the split and she like pulled like a hamstring, like, Really?
0: Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: Um thank you. That was that was yeah. great. Thank you very much. Um
0: but honestly as a big girl, as a 5'10 pretty solid woman who was told as a young girl, you're too big for gymnastics, I've never given up hope. I can almost do the splits. And like what would it be like to be a cute tiny dancer girl? Like they're so cute and they're like so talented and if I had to wear like clothes and be evaluated on something that's supposed to be pretty and athletic who like half the time on the ski mountain, people are like, have a good day, brother. And I'm like, thanks. Like they think I'm a guy, you know, you
1: know
0: it's real, you know, and you know, not, not even the country cause we're sitting here. So, you know, the
1: audience can't, we're not broadcasting, you know, the video to this, but I'm actually watching her in the video and you don't look five ten. you actually look kind of small. Yeah, you do I swear to god you you know wow. you don't look 510 you don't look like, like wow like you look petite like you know like a wind blow is like it blows you away somewhere like wow
0: I'm like 180 510
1: 180. wow that's okay that's,
0: I, that's... I, I, my favorite part about myself because I know that you cannot snatch me off the street you can't pick me up you know yeah, that's that's,
1: a, a, that's athletic that, that's <laughs> athletic I had a girl had a girlfriend I had a girl well, she wasn't 510. When, when I was in my 20s, I had a girlfriend and she was 5'7, 180, but then she was a track runner. Yeah. So she had, it, it was muscles on her legs and you know, she had, you know, tight glutes and she ran her ass off. And that's why she was so, th- wow, you got the muscles. Yeah, she had those. Um, yeah. yeah, she had those. It was like, yeah, but wow, she, ladies and gentlemen, Moon has guns. She's got
0: serious yeah. guns. Like, bam, like, oh, okay. You know, my dad tried to breed me to be a pro athlete and, I partied a lot. So I didn't want to be a pro athlete, but like, I'm um, definitely my 23 me was like, you have the genetic muscle makeup of an elite power athlete. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can brag about that. What do you play? So wait, what do you play? Like, what do you play anything? Yeah. Growing up, I, I was, a uh, I did ski racing. So like downhill slalom. Um, I was pretty serious about that. I did soccer and I was a softball pitcher. That, those were my two things skiing and softball, but I'm just like, like, I just am, you know, m- like, muscly and I have, like, a lot of energy, like, of angst inside of me. So I really, really loved sports growing up because of the contact sports. Wait, are, you you could have been,
1: are you saying you could have been the next Peekaboo Street?
0: <laughs> yeah, if I had played basketball, I would have been a legend because I can palm a basketball in my hand. No,
1: no, no, Peekaboo Street, the skier. Oh, I have no idea what that is. I was oh, so... O- Olympic Olympic skier peekaboo street she you know so i don't you know i used to watch olympics once in a while these days i don't it's like so drawn out but um i used to watch skiing i love I used to watch skiing a lot if only because you know where do
0: you have where can you ski in new york in, in new york city so it was always interesting to me um it's terrifying it is the most terrifying treacherous thing i did not like racing days at all wow yeah like it's that but Otherwise, it taught me I'm like fearless, not reckless. Like I can ski down cliffs, but I know the safety tools in case I get caught in a tree well, because it's a hardcore sport. And it's like when I moved to Colorado, it was like this feeling of like nostalgia of the most pure, fun, exhilarating part of my childhood, you know? So a whole clubhouse group is coming out in December and I'm holding ski instructor time. Like I'm going to teach all of them how to ski. And I'm mm. so excited because it's just, it's so peaceful. It brings people in nature. People don't like the winter and I understand, but I love the winter. You know, it is so quiet when it snows mm. and beautiful and peaceful. And you can just smoke a blunt in the middle of the trees mm. while people are skiing and then go back right to the ski run and you're having a blast, and so I love to share that with people because I was—it's a—it's not a cheap sport, you know. So I recognize how, like, how much of a sacred thing that was. I was given as a child, you know. Right. I skied it in Tahoe, okay. but um, I cannot imagine living anywhere flat. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, well, for most part, most sports are pretty expensive. I mean, if like you know, I know I see those parents who they put their kids in, and you know between buying uniforms and buying gear and, you know, taking it back and forth between tournaments and such, it, it all gets to be expensive. Mm-hmm. But I have to imagine that skiing, being with the equipment that you need is just ridiculous.
0: I mean, yeah, it's mostly the pass, the ski pass. But, like, I, I'll i buy, like, if I see ski boots at the thrift store that are, like, Salomons or a nice brand or, you know, believe that out, but, like, a nice brand, I'm I just buy them because someone will come along with that size feet because, like, at the end of the day, like once you have the gear, it's a lot easier. And like, you can go during the week if you are like me and can never work a corporate job ever. Um, and um, it's like passive exercise, because like, I don't like exercising in the traditional way. So all I have to do is have a bunch of fun skiing every weekend. And then my ass looks great for summertime. Nice. nice. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, and that's the important thing right there, right? <laughs> it's just a benefit, you know exactly
1: um I, I like the winter um i i've always wanted to come out of colorado in the winter um i'll probably end up on a bunny slope for a minute but i you know i'd be happier just being in a, like a big cabin somewhere a nice fireplace and just looking out in the snow you know I, I, i'm more of a romantic that way give me the snow and it. the, yeah. the, the, like the wood too. cabin the the, uh, the, the, fire- the the fireplace and the hot coke and maybe oh, some God. nice company you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a bit of, I'm a bit of a, well, so of course, uh, total, total transparency. I'm polyamorous. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open. So there's that, um, go poly. That's great. I love that. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, a nice company always works out for me. Um, yeah, I,
0: see, I see you at a cabin in the woods and you're like, go ahead, ski bunnies. And then you, they come back to the chalet and you're just like hot cocoa ladies and have a blanket in the fireplace. And it's like, that is winter too.
1: That yeah, yeah cool. I I, I, okay. I dig that. I dig that. Play some nice music and just enjoy the vibe.
0: Yeah, like who needs Santa Claus to come when like we you know, got? I'm, I'm sure oh. I've got. A, I'm sure I've got a Santa Claus suit somewhere on here. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! week. I was so upset when. Okay, I'm I'm look, slight tangent, but just like I was 13 when my parents forced me to find out Santa wasn't real. And it broke Ooh. me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um <laughs> apparently when they call it my, my stepdaughter, I think it was the same way when, when I heard when she when she found out um she felt lied to. Um a lot yeah. I am mean, sure a lot of kids today, you know, you can't, you know, it's like, oh wait, so this this is not real? You lied to me. And they take that to heart. It's like you lied to me. You know I would
0: but, rather have not told me. Just let me be I think I think you
1: know, instead of telling kids that he doesn't exist, I think the best way it should be explained is that Santa while the spirit of Santa is real, Santa himself, you know, is in every one of us, you know, I mean yeah. the, the gift giving, you know, the, the good cheer the spirit and the, the love that comes from, you know, from enjoying Christmas and, you know, or Yule for some of those who celebrate it, because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I do know a lot of my pagan brothers and sisters that I know will mm-hmm. tell you, it's not Christmas you're celebrating, it's Yule, but, you know, the spirit that you get from Santa Claus—that's yeah. that's that's within all of us. So you know, you know, to say he doesn't exist, he doesn't exist physically, but from a spirit point of view, he's from all of us. He does exist
0: because he does exist. Yeah, that that's probably why I was so upset was because like I, it was the tooth fairy I was most upset about. What, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Now I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you a joke. So again, New York. Okay. We didn't have the tooth fairy because the tooth fairy would get mugged. No. What <laughs> I had was the tooth, the tooth rat.
0: Oh, no. A, a
1: special rat would come by, would go ahead with like a little, like a little, like, you know, the eyepiece that Julius have, would sit down mm-hmm. there and look at your tooth and be like, okay, well, I think this is worth about a buck. I'll, I'll give you a buck for this. And would leave the buck for you and, you know, leave his card, be like, Tooth Rat Incorporated LLC, and would go about his <laughs> business. And, <laughs> We didn't have, the, you know, the, the, the tooth fairy didn't come to New York City because um, the tooth fairy was like, no, nah, I'd get mugged. um, And we, wow. we, we, we didn't do that. So we had a tooth fairy. New York
0: is hardcore.
1: Yeah. You know, we had a tooth fairy. I'm sure most major cities, you know, you have something else like I know Colorado, you probably have like the the, 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 the tooth rocky or something. The...
0: My mom was the tooth fairy of my dreams. Like oh, she, well, I go. would I would write the tooth fairy and be like, dear tooth fairy, I don't want money. OK, I would like a toy or something more fun. Like, what do I do with money? You know, now now I'm like, why did I, why would I ever think money isn't something I need? But that's what was most upsetting, <laughs> even though it was like super cute of my mom to do that, you know? But I it was mostly like I believe in, in everything because why not? Like at the end of the day, we talked about this when talking about the force, the mystery of things is 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 what people hesitate to accept, but it's like accepting the paradox, accepting the great mystery, the void of space and the darkness is the is like the most joy you could ever have because it's just whimsical and fun from then on. Like, I believe in fairies. Have I seen them? Can I give you earthly evidence in your physical, like, desire to need physical evidence? No, but I also don't care if you believe it either because I'm over here just having fun. And right. I'm, but um, yeah, I think we were never really a holiday celebrator, but I loved Christmas because um, because it just was like a magic time that I would be like, Oh my gosh, like the cookies are eaten in the morning. Who did that? And like, I knew in somewhere that it wasn't real, but like, I'm a kid, it's fun. You know, you know,
1: you, know, you bring this up and like, the thing is you brought up two big, two, two, two cool things that you brought up are just like, wow, see, this is why we have this because we can discuss so many different things. So you mentioned the force and I have to, you know, I have to admit I am not just, I am a Star Trek um, geek and I'm a Star Wars geek, but I separated the two in, 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 the, in the following way. Um, with Star Trek, it's how I, you know, Star Trek is what I hope to see us as humans and as society eventually will aspire to. Star Wars is more towards my heart and my soul in that, you know, you're constantly trying to maintain a balance and actually do good. But yeah. know that sometimes- You actually have to walk in the dark side in order to go ahead and make that good work. So, you know, for me, it's kind of a balance. At the same time, you also bring up Christmas. Yeah, I, you know, of all the holidays you have during the year, the Christmas holidays for me, you know, it's it's always been beautiful. You know, you know, growing up where I grew up, you know, you had the tree growing up in in, in Rockefeller Center. You know, you know, you had things like Miracle of 34th Street, you watch the old movie and you see. Santa at 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 Macy's, you know. You see yeah. people people get a lot nicer in the city during Christmas. It's like, you know, from Thanksgiving to straight to New Year's, it's like everybody gets nicer, you know, more people they care even more, you know, it's like they slow down a little bit. And yeah. it's it's I think it's just beautiful. I mean, like all now, like I get calls from my mom, and believe me, my mom, we, we I talk often with her. Um She's like, yeah, you know, I'm prepping to go ahead for Thanksgiving. My it's for like a couple weeks on. Yeah, you know, but I got to cook with this one and that one. And the other one is oh, like, yes. you know, I grew up with like, you know, the way I grew up with the holidays is like Thanksgiving, especially. They'd come in. I'd have like so much family and friends coming by. We'd have like two turkeys, two hams, you know, a lasagna. So it was like we had so much food and nobody went away hungry. Everybody left with something. That's you amazing. know you left with like a bag about and I the audience can't see but it's like yay big it's like you know you were walking home with like a week full of food and it was just that giving spirit and celebrating the love of the holidays it's you know for me I love that so I'm right with you you know it's like the Christmas holidays Thanksgiving I need it I have to have it
0: yeah I, I like I I hope to have that type of like community in the future with like whoever my family becomes because that's something that like that's something that I always saw in other people's families and I was like I would like to have like a joyous family celebration where everybody's just enjoying each other's company um my mom's things like she goes into pre-party mode and she just gets crazy And I do the same thing you know it's like she just wants to impress everyone but um I I I struggle to celebrate holidays that trigger my, or I, I dislike this government and colonizer remaining things, but that is usually coming from the place of me envying the community that, that the holidays brings. I mean, family beer pong tournaments some of my friends have, like, that is fun. Like, seeing all your friends from home is super fun. Like, I cannot wait to go back to the Bay this Christmas because like all of my friends had babies and um, wow. got to hold them all. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm. You know what? One of the, one, one, not
1: this year, but maybe one year, I'll come to Colorado. I'll make you a turkey. Mm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I do. I do all the, I make all the turkey here in, in, in this home. So um, it's good. It's not as good as my mom's, but I I, I do my do. I'm sure you make a great turkey, Doc and Doc. I did that. I made it. I made a Jamaican jerk turkey once, which is Ooh, awesome. That, I, that was one of my pride and cool. joys with that one. It was like spicy and all mm. that turkey goodness. It was lovely.
0: With the cranberry sauce? Mm. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm hungry. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, listen, I gained the most weight the holidays. It's ridiculous. It's like, you go ahead. It's like, okay, look, I got to lose a lot of weight because the holidays are coming.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I just get like acid reflux. And I'm like, when's the last time I ate a vegetable? Do I even remember what they look like?
1: You know, exactly. Exactly. So. Oh, it's a good time. Gosh. Can you believe it? We're already like 37 minutes into our podcast and we're just, this is, I'm I'm enjoying this. I, I see so many big things to come with this. I think it's going to be a blast. Um, Lord knows we'll have so much to talk about. Um. I know, like, this weekend, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm So the, the movie part of me is going to be excited because I've got Disney Plus. They're going to have that movie, um, Shang-Chi, uh, that Ooh. Marvel movie that's going to be there. It's coming out on uh, Disney Plus. And then uh, they just released uh, the last James Bond movie onto Ooh, yeah. voodoo.com. Um, you, can buy, you, can print, you can rent it. Uh, It's a little expensive, <laughs> which I think, you know, that's something I know that we're definitely going to talk about because it's like, it seems that, you know, with COVID going on, it's like, uh, cinema is trying to think of another way to actually deliver their films. Yeah, because Which I love. You know, which is interesting because, you know, it's like I used to love going to the theater, but it's like now I, you know, I, I'm an asthmatic, you know. Even though I have I have the vaccine, you know, and I'm supposed to get a booster, it, you know, once I get the booster, it may be fine. But even still, you want to be careful because, you know, it's out there still.
0: Yeah, and I imagine it's hard to wear a mask. I actually, like, part of my introversion comes from having like brain oxygen loss to my brain yeah um and like every time i go to the grocery store i just leave my body and i was like listen like i will wear this but i just can't have people keep telling me how easy it is because like have you like do you like to be disassociated in the grocery store you know Yeah. So it's, not, it's like, not easy it's not easy
1: i mean yeah. you know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say and you know i'm not i going say it's easy to do it because it's not um, but I'll still do it because it should be done. I mean I'm not you about you to feel
0: wanna... fear in someone else. I don't want do right. to do that You you want
1: to protect everybody, you know, around you. And you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, if if I can avoid getting
0: somebody because even if you had the booster, you can still get somebody else sick. I'm unvaccinated, so that's what side I'm on. But it's like it is because of my history with vaccines, mm. my own personal medical reasons, like if it were not for the political like part of the of science my case would be normal because you know of of that but like and i'll probably get it i'll probably end up getting it i just have to take time off work because i have health issues so i'm gonna just go ahead and let myself probably get sick because i get sick every time i get a vaccine but but yeah i mean it's um i'm trying to do me in this world of i only do practice eastern health practices that's just my personal approach I appreciate Western medicine. And for me, it, it's like, other things speak more to me. Um, and so I'm trying to navigate, like, I am going to do what I'm going to do with my body. But I'm also am aware of the role of fear and disease, fear and dis-ease. And when we're in fear, we breathe shallow breaths. And that makes our immune system more susceptible. So I'm not trying to cause harm in this world. And so I just got a bedazzled mask that has secret holes in it. Yeah, Because everyone else is fine with it. It doesn't instill fear. And, you know, I can breathe comfortably and everything is fine. Um, but it's it's definitely, you know, my friends from the Bay Area definitely refer to me as the anti-vaxxer, even though they were all there when I went to Zambia and got 14 vaccines in one arm and then was sick for like years. So. Yeah,
1: I have a friend in New York who um, she actually from what the doctor says that she may end up having anaphylactic shock from actually getting this particular, so getting the vaccine. Um, she's also, she's getting vaccine. So it's like, um, you know, she's, she, she's going through it right now. She's stressing out a lot about it. Um, I I try to, I try to comfort her the best I can. Um, but at the same time, I know that, you know, it's hard because you know, she isn't vaccinated and there's a chance that she could get it and, you know, all I can hope is that if she does get it, or at least, you know, she does, she does get the vaccine, so if she gets it, that, you know, she'll be strong enough to go ahead and make it through. Yes. So, yes. you know, that's all I I really hope. Um, the, the The only problem I have with people, the people, the only problem I have with people is people who say like, well, no, I'm not getting it because, you know, my religion says this or because, you know, it's just stupid. It's like, look, you know, I, you know, if, if it's one thing if, you know, if you have an actual medical reason that you can't get it, I, you know, I'm cool. I I, I will sympathize with you. But if all you're saying is bullshit and you have nothing to back that up, then, yeah. then it's
0: like, no, fuck you. You can get that shit. Yeah. And having a degree in systems, like, or having the, you know, degree that I have is a heavy research background. And so what I realized was, wow, I would love if, this world understood that that like science is an institution as well with the political hierarchy to get a phd to publish there are there's funding involved and just knowing that makes it so because because like if you can back up why you think it's stupid and it's your opinion i'm all for that authenticity but it's this it's this re- repetitive, like kind of, well, these are the four facts that I know. And I want people to know that reading these research articles, oftentimes there's a telephone game to the third party media because they're trying to say something causes something. And the number one rule in scientific research is causation not co- or co- correlation, not causation. Right. And that is so it's like I, I try not to be mad at, you know. My um, friends from the Bay who are, you know, very liberal and are, are more afraid of um, are more afraid of being out outed as a non-Dem than than anything. And so um, it's just interesting because because like I think that we should decide for ourselves, and this is no one's fault, but whoever is the Wizard of Oz in power. Like, I should be able to decide if I want to have fear in this situation. We should be the de- de- determinants of how much fear we're supposed to have. Because then we're not listening to our bodies, our body's response to information. We're listening to the, the energy of what they're saying. Because at the end of the day, death is everywhere. Death is everywhere. Death is in the Yellowstone supervolcano or whatever the heck could happen. Or like, we almost had that nuke situation It could happen any day. And so because I'm comfortable with death in a very deep way, like I understand that um, fear does nothing for my body, but trigger my central nervous system into old brain patterns. And I want you to get the vaccine if it makes you feel better in your body I want you to hesitate and get it when you're ready. If you're hesitant at first, if it goes against your values and your religion and and that's important to someone, I like the way I move in this world is like, listen, I don't give a shit what you do. If you leave me alone and like, just be, do what you need to do for yourself because, because there are, you can be, one person and two people with the same health conditions and have a completely different response because we are really disconnected from mind and body from the Western medicine perspective. You know, Um, that's probably something that is like, if I had to pick my one most passionate soapbox, it is about the mind body connection and body autonomy and bodies in this this society. Um, So for my best friend, my best friend, lives in DC. We've been best friends since high school. He is like the opposite of me. Like I am a hippie and I, you know, am like, I don't wash my fruit sometimes if I eat it right off the tree. Like that's just how I was raised. My mom was like rub some dirt in it. So my immune system is like that. I don't take antibiotics because it would probably affect me more. But for my friend getting the vaccine made him feel like he could finally leave the house again. And even though I might have my opinions on it, all that matters to me is that he feels safer in himself, you know, because being someone unvaccinated, it doesn't feel so safe when you see headlines that are like, it's a war against the unvaccinated. Cause it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's that that's not cool to do in the media. Like, you know, we don't have to be like that. We don't have to like have that kind of languaging because it's possible to have conversations and debate. You know,
1: I think that- you know. I think anything you know. I think I think this is why this is one of the things I think we mentioned before we recorded. Um, mm-hmm. you know that we are two two different people, and you mm-hmm. know we have our opinions. And it's like you know, I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, yeah. Listen. Um, like I said, for those who you know medically can't do it, fine. Um, for anybody else, it's like, why are you not doing it? The science is there. The science is telling you. This can help you. You know, um, did they have to update the science? Of course, because the, you know, the actual disease updated itself. It gave you a variant. Yeah. There's a delta variant. Yeah. So, so and yeah. when that updated, we had to update the the, the, the the response. And to me, the science, the the, the science is the science is the theory is sound. Well, they're saying this works. Um enough
0: to, know, where to where it's
1: to where right. So well, you know, if I find the series is sound, the science is sound, I'm down with it. The same Mm -hmm. way when people will say, "Well, you know, vaccinations cause autism." The guy who said that, the guy who sat down and wrote about that, they, you know, he was debunked by a lot of different, you know, reputable, you know, scientific authors and um, universities. And you know, it's like, dude, you're, you know, you're, you're. That's a crackpot idea. Um, And
0: and Tuskegee and. Like the, the experiments we now know that have been revealed where the government wasn't so out for our safety. So it's like, we need both of us in this world because like, we need we need people like you who are like science, technology, you're, you're experienced, smart, sound, you know, intuitively, if someone knows what they're talking about, you know what I mean? And then we have me, whereas like, I am the shit disturber and the one who questions authority and- I'm controversial as fuck, not because I'm trying to get aroused out of anyone, but because I will change my mind if presented with something that feels more like a perspective I should be aligned with. Like, and so within that, I wish that people were more willing to have dialogue with me because I'm actually giving you stuff. I'm offering you, you can like pick up what I'm putting down, but what I can't pick up is, you quoting a news article. I just wish that we could all just gain fluency in this stuff. I mean, it took me like six years to learn how to read an academic article. So I understand it's difficult, but, but it's, it it is a, it is a unhealthy world to believe that we have to rely on an external source. I
1: love that you mentioned Tuskegee because when they call it that, because of that, that's one of the things that was raised by a lot of people in, in, in the Black community that, you know, why would we go ahead and trust the government when the government used to experiment on us? So it's like, you know, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you mentioned that. Um, and I appreciate what they think, because what they did back at Tuskegee and other such experiments was completely
0: totally wrong. It was disgusting. and wrong. It, it was
1: disgusting. That. And I, I will never dis- deny that. It, it, it 100% an abuse of science. It was not ethical. At the same time, you know, as bad as it was, what came from it and some of the information, like for example, like with um, Henrietta Lacks, yeah. you know, they used, they used her DNA to pretty much, um, they used her cells to pretty much come up with different, you know, things for different diseases and such and they're still using her her, her cells. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. not for nothing, I mean, it was wrong. It was the abuse of a human being at the same time, you know, as sad as it is, we've gotten, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten results from it. We've gotten scientific science from it that actually We have the
0: ISB. We have the ISB now that regulates experiments. We have the whole scientific method of inquiry that is now ethical that, and, and so yes. And like, like it is not impossible to hold space in both ways because we can't let the we cannot forget the suffering and also the good that comes out of it death rebirth butterfly stuff i mean i love that hmm. so um well that of
1: course that's i mean i know for a fact that's something for me, we're going to be definitely touching based on as well um among other things because obviously it's still, you know, this is still something that's like it's a topic that's still uh, developing. It's still going all forward. So I know it's in the passionate. future we we'll definitely will definitely come back to this at some point. Um, let's see. Uh, so I know we're probably gonna end up doing this maybe like weekly. Um, once we get it, once we, I think what I want to do is with this. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna let the people tell us what they think. Um, mm-hmm. obviously, um, they can definitely let us know. Um, they, um, most of my, um, when we, when I finally post it, I will list all of my social media. They can reach me on. Um, I know will give you know, when she's ready, she wants you to post hers and, um, we'll definitely respond to all questions and, um, ideas. If anybody has ideas, they want to go ahead and hear from us. We'll definitely go ahead and talk about, but, um, I think this is a good first. This is a good, you know, they say every journey begins with the first step. And I think this is our first step. And, you know, I'm ready to take this journey with you moon. Let's let's go forward.
0: Oh Darkington, here we go into the darkness.
1: That's right. With Darkington Slade and moon. Woo-hoo. The fabulous moon. Moon, I, I can't wait to do this again. Um I think we're going to cut it here. Um folks, uh definitely go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find me um on Insta- I have it all listed so follow us there. Um if you're on Clubhouse because I don't I think you could actually join Clubhouse uh, what I happen to get an invitation nowadays? Definitely come see us at Clubhouse. We'll you'll always find us somewhere there. Um, I may even make a Clubhouse uh, group for um Into the Darkness with uh with Darking Darkington Slade and Moon. So um, you can check us out there as well. And uh, we'll be we'll be we'll, you know we'll be waiting to hear back from you, and we'll be getting ready to do our next show. So um, Moon, is there anything else you want to say to the group, the uh, the audience, before we get out of here?
0: I just wish. Everyone listening to this the best Saturday or whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, you know, may the force be with you.
1: And may the force also <laughs> be with you. Uh thank you all. May the force be with you all. Thank you for listening to us. This is Into the Darkness with Darkington Slate and Moon coming to you weekly. We're gonna do a good thing. Have a great weekend, stay safe, and um we'll see you out Bye bye. Bye folks.